We thought we had a conversation yesterday. This is going to be a real conversation today. First of all, we are talking the Bahamas. I wanted to go to Bahamas, and I intend, I am intentional on getting to the Bahamas at some point. Now, New Providence. Let's shout out New Providence. Born and born on the island of New Providence in the Bahamas. Completed Bachelor of Arts Public Administration at the University of the Bahamas. And after completion, went on to pursue a Master of Arts in Government with a concentration in political communication. This is very important. Hear me when I say this. With a concentration in political communication at the... Johns Hopkins University, notable career diplomat within the Bahamian Foreign and Public Service, and this guy serves the community, but not only that, the Commonwealth of the Bahamas. Ladies and gentlemen, all across the world, I give you the Deputy Consul General and Head of Chancery of the Consulate General of the Commonwealth of the Bahamas here in Atlanta, Georgia, Tyson McKenzie. Good morning. Good morning, morning, morning. Good morning, Bahamas. Good morning to all my peoples and my Androsians in Bahamas. Even though I was born in the Providence, I have to give a shout out to the persons in Andres. Absolutely. My mother especially. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know what? Let's let's talk about that for a second because mm-hmm. I like to speak on the journey because there's always a journey from coming up to the, the lead to where you are now and you're doing so many phenomenal things but it had to start somewhere so as i like to say let's take it back to the old school let's take it to union square let's go all the way back to the beginning as you were growing up who were the pillars of the community that you looked up to that led you to where you are now serving the community and the Commonwealth of the Bahamas? Well, first and foremost, I, I looked up to my mother. My mother's an educator. Uh, she's retired. She's a retired educator for 40-plus years. Wow, um, that, nice. that she has given her life, and that's one of the things why I am not a, prof- I'm a teacher, but the little that she knows that I'm going to be a teacher in my retirement, I'm going to go back to the University of the Bahamas if they avail themselves to me to, to give back. But it's my mother. Um, first and foremost, and I have other individuals in the religious community, and I have my minister who I, um, who has mended me and who's, who I've looked up to for the years. Nice. Um, who gave, gave me the opportunity to be sitting here where I am today. Absolutely. Now, was there any kind of advice that you received along your journey that still resonate with you in your position today? It's a cliche, but it's more important. It's, it's very important. The race is not for the swiftest, but for those who endure. I have been through a lot. Um, I'm still young. Oh, but yeah. I've been through a lot. But the race is never for the swiftest, but for those who endure. Because if I didn't endure something, I cannot appreciate where I'm at today. Mm. So I had to go through something to endure something, to appreciate where I'm at today. So my past and what I go through is telling the story to what I'm going to go to in the future. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That wow. What a quote to to start the morning off real nicely this today. Uh, wow. Um, interestingly enough, and I, I want to ask you this before we dive into the conversation. No 
with you obtaining your bachelor in arts in public administration and then mastering political communication there are students out here who want to go into that field of study or those fields of study how challenging was it for you to get through both of those particular studies because there's some people that may say that it's easy there's some people that say it might be extensively challenging what was the most challenging part for you in your studies and how did you overcome just for the students out there that are listening well especially studying government mm-hmm. if you can study government in any let me any caribbean government is going to require patience it's going to require um fortitude it's going to require focus mm-hmm. because we're not uh, because we studied the westminster system is very complicated but yet it's very easy. So if you're going to study a field that I did, a lot of persons get frustrated. Oh, that's too much writing. That's too much reading. That's too much this. Right. It requires focus. Mm-hmm. It requires um, fortitude. It requires you to understand what you're going into. And it requires patience. Even when you're studying it and when you're working for the government, mm. it requires patience and endurance. But it's still appreciative. Everything that we go through in government and everything that we do right. requires, you know, it's, it's for a reason. But sometimes you may not understand the reason. Mm-hmm. And but when you see the, the 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 result, you would see like okay, you're not. I I know why I did that. Oh, I know why the policy is that. So it's it the degree prepares you if you're going to work for an NGO or a government entity or a political party. Like I said, you know, political communication or yeah. a speechwriter. Right. And you have to deal with a very very difficult principle. Mm-hmm. So it prepares you for patience and endurance to whoever you have to deal with because you can need it. Got especially it. in this field. Got it. Got it. And interestingly enough you have a passion and that passion mm-hmm. in, includes studying conti- it's continued studies mm-hmm. of the caribbean region regional and inter- international migration yes. mm-hmm. so what was it that developed that intensive passion like what 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 was that light bulb moment that really got you into that passion to move forward into this position where what, what what got me into that passion is when I entered the foreign service and the public. Today is my anniversary of working for the government for seven ha- years. By happy the way. anniversary! And I've and seven years ago when I got the exposure by my then minister. Well, uh-huh. see, he is my minister of foreign affairs today. Yes, and he allowed me to to um, be a fly on the wall at the diplomatic week, and I see where the Bahamas and the Caribbean region sit, uh, the conglomerates such as the United States and, and and Europe and so forth. And I was like, okay, we need to put. We need to put the Bahamas and, by extension, the Caribbean region on the map. Right. And so if we're going to continue doing this, we have a lot of Caribbean nationals who are going all over the world. Mm-hmm. We have Jamaicans going to New York and, and, and so forth. We have the Bahamians going flooding in Florida, especially Florida. We have a whole yeah. city mm-hmm. um, named after certain parts of the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. And, and the list goes on. So there must be a concerted effort. Constant uh, to, to study migration of Bahamians specifically, mm-hmm. and in the wider scope of things, uh, Caribbean nationals um, uh, around the world. Because if we don't study it, we don't know what uh, capital of human capital we have out there in the region, and that is important. So we can see how are we contributing mm-hmm. to the international arena. We have Sidney Poitier from the Bahamas, yes, um, um, who have mm-hmm. from Cat Island who have contributed to the um, film industry Phenomenal very, actor. very much. Ah, um, and two day, a few days ago was his birthday. We paid homage to him as a, as a country. As well we um, should, yes. And, and we do. And we have many other Bahamian nationals who have uh, excelled in sports 
and mm. so and the list goes on. So we have these Bahamians, but yet Caribbean nationals who are doing well within the African American community, but they're not being recognized. And we're contributing to your development yes. through our blood, sweat, and tears, but we're not being recognized. So let me let me ask you that you you speak on not being recognized. What why are they not being recognized? What is it that keeps them from being recognized and how can we improve that particular sector? See, before before you can improve the particular sector today, we have to understand how we are connected historically. Mm-hmm. Um we have many uh, we, we could speak for, the, let me speak for the Bahamas in specific. Yes. We have, and I would give one example, and the list could go on, and we can invoke the conversation from there. Yeah. We have the the, the, the Creole Rebellion in terms of historically, mm-hmm. where our ancestors come, came from uh, the United States, and mm-hmm. the Creole Rebellion was a slave ship, of course, mm-hmm. uh, in the 1800s, where they, the persons were rebellion and they, and they sought freedom in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. And they came from the Carolinas. And, and and so they have all some of our um, oh yeah. no it's it's making sense yeah. see i react to that because it's making sense now like places like charleston mm-hmm. south carolina indeed. is is big yes indeed 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 interesting i i never really pieced that together but you made it make sense for me but keep going and that's not even and that's just the carolinas you have right. um my grandfather uh-huh. Got contracts on the, on the cotton plantation and contracts within the 1960s and the 1950s. Uh-huh. Who came from the Bahamas? Many of our grandparents went to Florida to work on um, on the contracts. We call it contracts, uh-huh. and then they stayed and they assimilated within the community of Florida. And so we're historically connected. So us being historically connected, then all of those all of those years, almost like we're forgotten. Thank you for your blood, sweat, and tears, but we can take it from here. You understand? Mm. So we're, we're like, hold up. We, we helped you develop your industry. We help you make your country where it is today. We migrated and we left our families in Barbados, in Trinidad, in the Bahamas, yes. in Grenada. We helped you and your educational industry and your film industry, but you get it from here. No, we need to be remembered. Absolutely. And we're going to continuously be remembered. And that's why migration hmm. is important. Definitely. Um, wow. And through all of that migration and you, you are intentional in utilizing the, the skills that you have, mm-hmm. the particular set of skills that to quote them, to quote a movie, um, basically to basically push forward some tangible initiatives, mm-hmm. you know, of course, bilateral, mm-hmm. multilateral, and it comes with negotiation. Could you briefly speak on the art of that negotiation and how that's going to change things moving forward? So I have to, I wear two hats, and I'm going to say this much. Mm-hmm. One hat is that I am an individual. I am Tyson McKinsey. Yes. The other hat is I am still a public official, a government official. Yes, sir. When you talk about negotiations now, there's only so much I can tell you. No, so I get it. Say, and I, I, I want you to understand that. But our minister has, has led in the effort in terms of um, consider the office as a region and as the Bahamas mm-hmm. to work with um, countries such as Haiti, work with um, where we we have an indiv- we have um, uh, we're basically tied to the hip. We have a lot of ancestry, a lot of because um, right. we we give respect to Haiti. That was the first um, independent region, um, black 
country as well. Mm. So we have tangible solutions. We're working with the European Union. We're working with other countries to, mm-hmm. to see how best we can place the country on the map. Not only the country, I would say that our Prime Minister, if you, I don't know if you would have researched it, holds the seat as CARICOM chairperson. CARICOM is a Caribbean community, all mm-hmm. CARICOM nations together. Gotcha. And he is leading a, a very positive effort in terms of Caribbean migration and how we can help mm-hmm. place the, the region on the map in terms of how your country as America and an African American African American community yes. to um, assist us in our fight against climate change and assist us because the things the, the consequences that we're feeling as a small a small developing island is the the is the direct cause of the situations that are happening in in first world nations such as the United States and European mm-hmm. and you know so that is where 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 we're heading climate change we're hitting issues of um, um, migration, we're hitting issues such as education. That's mm-hmm. why we're here yes. at Morris Brown um, campus to see how best we can get our people, our Bahamians educated at HBCUs. Yes. Um, um, specifically because we're a black nation. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm mean, not saying that other universities aren't good for them, but we're at a black nation. We, we want to educate young persons yes. and any person at an HBCU. And uh, so education, migration, and climate change, and the list goes on in terms of economic empowerment because there's a lot of economic disparity mm-hmm. that is happening. Um, and we want African-Americans to come to the Bahamas and by extension to the Caribbean region to develop our economy because at right. the end of the day, we could only you know do so much. Basically speaking, you know, because, le- and let's, you know, put it here mm-hmm. because a lot of we we love the Bahamas, and mm-hmm. you know we do. Mm-hmm. But a lot of us just I treat it as too. a tourist. That, yeah, I know, I definitely know that. And I want to get there. My my late grandmother and my uncles went there, but I didn't have the. I was too young. I couldn't go at that <laughs> point. But I'm a grown man now. I'm going to get there at some point, God mm-hmm. willing. Mm-hmm. But what I'm also saying is this. A lot of people see just the Bahamas as just a tourist destination. Nothing wrong with that, but, you know, it's better to just stay for a while and help build. Mm. And instead of just come visit, enjoy the beach and all the amenities, and then you're and then you're gone. And then you don't until you have another vacation, you're not really coming back. Mm. It's more so of more visitation and staying more lengthy to serve a purpose more so. And this is what the basis of the conversation is to continue to bridge the gaps that are there. And, you know, if, if, if the bridge is still there, do some reconstructive work on that bridge. And so you're right. You're here raising awareness of that. And basically talking about opportunities for the CARICOM yep. uh, nationals. Yep. So could you speak on that for just a moment? I'm going to touch on the Bahamas first because that's my focus right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Every island of the Bahamas has a unique characteristic. Uh-huh. You know, um, you talk about um, people people coming from the United States or wherever and they're coming to the Bahamas for tourists. That's good. Fine. We, you could keep your money. You could, you, you could leave your money. I mean, that's no problem. <laughs> but every island, we want you to explore more. Because two to one, when you come to the Bahamas, you're coming to New Providence, Great Island. It's the capital of the Bahamas. Mm -hmm. However, we want you to explore Grand Bahama. Grand Mm -hmm. Bahama has a lot to offer. A lot to offer in terms of industry, a lot to offer in terms of trade, a lot to offer in terms of um, technology, making it a technological hub. We also have Mayan, my island. My, um, as a being, I could say this because I'm Androgian. My mother's Androgian. We have Andres, 
who has the mm-hmm. Bahamas Agricultural Marine Science Institute focusing on feeding ourselves as a country. Mm-hmm. So if you want to um, involve yourself in, or even invest in developing our agricultural industry, you can go to Andres or any mm-hmm. other island. And then you have um, other islands of the Bahamas but have a unique characteristics. It's almost like the United States. Every state has a unique characteristics where they want to develop as a whole country. And it's the same concept in the Bahamas. Andres mm-hmm. has a different um, care, um, um, niche. New Providence has a different niche. Mm-hmm. And in terms of banking and in industry, in terms of finance, and Grand Bahama has a different, uh, this different niche. So other than coming, come, still come as a tourist. But when you come as a tourist, stay at least a week. Explore every island of the Bahamas and explore different cuisines of the Bahamas. Because mm. the way I make my peas and rice is going to be different from the way and uh, uh, Lutheran make their peas and rice because mm. I like to make my, you know, us Androsians, we like to make our peas and rice with a nice coconut flavor. Yay! You could imagine that sounds good, right? <laughs> I, I, I should have, I should have brought my, 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 my colleague, um, Miss um, Mortimer, love my Johnny cake, but she wants my <laughs> recipe. But until I get her recipe for her crab and dough, I'm not going to give my recipe for my Johnny cake. We'll work that out for the next time you we come will. back because you'll, I know you'll be coming back quite frequently to continue to <laughs> raise the awareness and continue no the conversation mm-hmm. because. I, me hearing this, there's a lot of things that I didn't know, and you are really providing me a wealth of knowledge. This is why we call it Wealthy Wednesday today. Mm-hmm. We This is an extreme wealth of knowledge that you are providing this morning, and uh, you know definitely appreciate, pre- appreciate it all. Now, the other part of it is I want to ask this. From be- between bridging the gap between... United States and the Bahamas, right? So what what things do you want the United States to know as far as how we can assist further other than the coming as a tourist and staying a while? And, you know, what what other things would the United States need to, you know, provide in building the Bahamian economy? First of all, we want you to build our Bahamian economy, but we have to um, let the Americans in the United States know what we're going through right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Of, I would have mentioned this. One of the focus right now is climate change. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. you, the industry over here is causing a direct effect of our climate change in our region. I will use my personal example. Mm-hmm. I live in South Beach on New Providence. Not the South Beach in Miami, but the South Beach in New Providence. Not, it's, not, oh. not, it's not the same. But I love it, right? I love it too. I love it. <laughs> Sound really it. good. I like it. But a few years ago, I was able to walk into my house um, uh-huh. and find dandy walk. One hurricane with a, I don't think it's even much of a wind and rain. Oh, yeah. I, if it rains, for simple rain. Yeah. If it rains for more than 10 hours, more than a few hours, my house is flooded. And it never used to be that way. My house was built in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. Um, and so right now, if that's the that's my personal, that is my personal experience on right. a direct cause of climate change. And where is it coming from? Nations such as the United States. It's coming from nations such as Europe, where you have these industries and these um these these factories and these things that are having direct cause into the into the earth ozone. All of these are causing us as Caribbean nations to have a consequence mm-hmm. and suffer. So what you as an American can do, mm-hmm. other than coming and bringing your money as a tourist, you can come and bring your, um, your, your, your ideas of how can we combat climate change mm-hmm. or how can we cause and how can we mitigate 
um, the cause and effect. We can't stop Mother Nature, and that's a fact. Yes, so we yeah. can mitigate the consequences of the after effects of climate change, and that's where you as an American comes in. How can you bring your intelligence and your capital as an individual, not only as a, a, a radio personality, but um, whatever studies and whatever, how can HBCUs come to the Bahamas and study with the University of the Bahamas? And I must say, I was educated by the university, well, formerly the College of the Bahamas, by the University of the Bahamas, so we do have premier institutions in the Bahamas mm-hmm. to educate our Bahamians to come to institutions like this. And to, so climate change is important. Mm-hmm. And you as an American, you as an individual, or any American, the United States as a, as a whole, we, we bring your money, that's first and foremost, Yes. Um, but also bring your intelligence and your human capital to how mm-hmm. we can assist um, mitigating climate change. And, other, and, and, and by doing that, assisting in our banking and our industry and, you know, you know, other sectors of the economy and wow. agriculture, most for, uh, which is important as well. Let me let me touch on something, because we you know, we when you spoke on agriculture, because agriculture is a way of life in any country. Let's just put it mm-hmm. that way. Any country. But we seem to kind of turn the other cheek on agriculture, which is why when we we do Farmer Fridays and we have an African-American farmer that checks, we check in with every Friday. We don't just wait for a food shortage or something going on that affects agriculture. Agriculture is part of our way of life. We need if, if nothing grows, we don't eat. We we're not we're not well without agriculture. So talk about the the current state of the Bahamian agriculture right now and how that can be improved from a from an agriculture standpoint. So the the minister of agriculture has making uh, making some um, international ties and, and, and relationships to improve the agricultural product in the mm-hmm. Bahamas. So I will commend him on that um, specifically. There is, like I would have mentioned earlier, Bahamas Agricultural Marine Science Institute, which is domiciled in my, my island, the Andres. Um, it's focused on how we could feed ourselves because at any given, what made it to realization mm-hmm. is when we have a hurricane and the, the, the uh, certain farms are depleted because of um, um, elements of our mother nature, mm-hmm. at what point in time can we feed ourselves? So there's a concerted effort. At one time, we could only feed ourselves as much of two weeks. In addition to that, when you have the pandemic that was recently, we were direct, we were really, really affected because the pandemic caused um, um, the transportation industry and in, um, to, for food from the United States to not come to the Bahamas at a particular point. Or even so, we have to scrutinize it or um, screen it because of the pandemic and, and, and going back and forth. So the agricultural product in the Bahamas is being focused on and so we can, as a country, um, feed ourselves. So we're, as a region... And to that extension, we're working with countries such as Haiti, we're working with countries, mm-hmm. other, other countries would uh, focus on agriculture because our number one industry right now is banking and, and, and finance. And then we're going to go to agriculture. Well, tourism, sorry, tourism. Forgive me, tourism. And then we're going to go to uh, um, agriculture and the other industries of the Bahamas. So there's a concerted effort to see how best we can feed ourselves and food security mm-hmm. in terms of the produce and the products that we can do. And there's many... Um, um, what you call it, my brother, and there's many other individuals who are producing products which can be placed on the market in the United States. And and historical point, the industry in the farming industry in Florida mm-hmm. is built to where it is because of the blood, sweat, and tears of our 
Bahamians mm. in the Bahamas. So we've contributed directly mm-hmm. to the agricultural industry of Florida at that time. And so therefore, when you fast forward to today, that is why we need to understand where and how the African-American community is intrinsically tied towards the Bahamian community. Mm, wow, this is this is absolutely powerful, and um, you know, thank you for like I said, once this uh, this rich information that we are getting, like I said, a wealth of knowledge uh, that we actually need to know because it's it's a way that you're providing ways solutions mm-hmm. to help our people mm-hmm. and. We, we already know our our people have already helped us. So we need to put forth further effort. We already do it with tourism. Mm-hmm. That's hands down. We already mm-hmm. do that for tourism. There's most of us that are coming there twice, three times a year. Mm-hmm. And it's it, it's their spot. Some own a home. We thank you. We thank you. And, and that's another thing. When you come to the Bahamas and you love the Bahamas and you experience the different islands of the Bahamas, invest in a home. You know, make it your vacation home. You mean, it doesn't have to be because we know you the African American any person, but you know we want to have more African American influence, and that's another thing. the The influence of the African American community amongst the Bahamian community will inspire us through entrepreneurship. Because if mm-hmm. I can see an African American come to the Bahamas and invest in me as a business person, that would influence me and influence my colleague and influence other individuals. That, uh, to be specific, Black people care about us. Right, right. Um, African Americans care about us, mm-hmm. and we understand that you know there are some conspicuous, some, some some suspicious activities out there. But rest assured that the Bahamas is a credible, in, um, a credible country, and we will make sure that whatever investment that you have in our country stays and and comes to at least a good fruition. You know what? As we as we wind down the interview, there there's one last question that's very important here. Mm-hmm. As the Deputy Consul General and Head of Chancery, mm-hmm. what would you personally like to see within the next five years of building and building that bridge, continue to reconstruct that bridge? What would you like to see within the next five years from today in this particular in these particular initiatives, what would you like to see specifically yourself? I would like to see more. What's well, up, more, more, um, more activities in terms of the African American coming to the Bahamas and assisting us in our direct economic development and our direct climate development and our current, um, a direct, sorry, um, um, education development as a people. We have HBCUs. We we well, I'm in a fraternity. I must. I'm big up my um, my fraternity. Our Fraternity, I was um, initiated in the Bahamas, and I am thankful for the where they brought me from. The, the Alphas, Alpha okay. Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Um, so therefore, we have institutions in African um, 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 Greek letter institutions such as those and other sororities as well, who have come to the Bahamas over the years, and has directly involved and um, developed young men and um, young men and young females in the bah- in the Bahamian society through education. So we see that, but we want that to continue. We want to continue through um, education. We want to continue through you. You spoke about the individual coming through on Fridays who assist in farming or who, yes. who has a farm. Mm-hmm. You want individuals like that to also expand his horizon and say, look, you know what? I can go to the Bahamas and also expand my product and expand my brand. Working with 
Bahamians, not just come to take over, but working with us as Bahamians. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have that agriculture. We have individuals who may have capital, and they said, you know what, I, I, I want to expand and I want to invest in Bahamians through my money, but I wonder what can I invest in. Come to the Bahamas and, and, and bring your, um, you know, simplify, bring your money. You understand? So mm-hmm. those three, over the next five years, I want to see a more involvement through our HBCUs, more involvement through our Greek-led institutions, more involvement through our economic development, and more involvement through um, agricultural industries and trade and industry um, mm-hmm. over the next five years. Absolutely. Wow. Um, you know, so so much to talk about in so little time, and that time is winding down. But I first, first things first, let me say... Uh, Thank you to the Consulate General of the Commonwealth of the Bahamas right here in Atlanta. Um, thank you for coming in. And also thank thank King, the king across the table as well. He, That's my colleague. Yes, your colleague. Vice Council Duran Sanders, who was also, like I said, an alpha. That's yeah, absolutely. So we, we set the trend. Nice. <laughs> he said the trend. See, I, I knew I was going to get him to smile this morning. He he he, he wasn't all just serious this morning. He come you you guys come for business, but you guys know how to have fun, a little fun too. I just wanted to make sure to get everybody smiling this morning, but also further acknowledge two phenomenal kings in this room you understandably the things that you are doing for the commonwealth of the bahamas and doing for our communities to bridge that gap you guys are doing a phenomenal and let me say it again phenomenal job the entire office is doing a phenomenal job in making sure that awareness happens Mm -hmm. And we also thank the the people of the Bahamas uh, for really listening in to us. But we intend to have more conversations like this to continue to raise the awareness, give updates, and let's see how we can improve, mm-hmm. how our people can help improve our people. Indeed, and must I, I, I will say this much, we will be back. I'll be back with some other colleagues of mine because we are celebrating our 50th year of independence. Wow, um, yes. 50 years. So Congratulations. So we, we will be back, if not me, um, some of my colleagues, to showcase what we're going to do as a country in Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. We're going to Charlotte. We're going to Charleston to celebrate um, the independence, and we're going to take over. Charleston as a 50. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I saw that you only, one. You only turned, you only turned 50 <laughs> once. You only turned 50 <laughs> once. Right. And so therefore, we're going to have many uh, festivities and activities, hopefully a marathon bike, and to see you jogging with me. So we're going to have time to celebrate <laughs> and we're going to have time to jog. And so many other activities and, and that you will, and as the station and an HBCUs can participate and support. So happy independence in advance to my country and my fellow Bahamian brothers and sisters. And hopefully we'll be back to have more conversations like this on the heel of our 50th year of independence. Absolutely. Absolutely. In the meantime, as we, as we uh, close it out here, just tell everybody how to find you, follow you. And also if they want to invest and get more information, how can our people connect with our people? So you can find us on Facebook, uh, Bahamas Consular General Atlanta. You can find us on IG at B-A-H-C-O-N-G-A. That's IG, sorry, Instagram. 
um, you can find us there. You can find us on Claremont Road, 2970 Claremont Road. Um, the number is 404-214-0492. Um, my email is my name, Tyson McKenzie at Bahamas.gov.bs. Um, so once you send us a message, I have direct contact with the Instagram page, the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Once you message that page, I will see it personally. I will see it. Um, and then we can go from there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Once again, what an honor it is to have you in here. And, you know, I, I consider like you coming in here, just, just the absolute royalty. Um, and, this is actually a, a first of our station to have someone come into the studio from um, from any any nation. Um, mm-hmm. And this is just, like I said, an honor and a privilege. And I look forward to having further conversations here on The Morning Machine and on this station to where we can assist in bridging that gap because it is so much important. It is very vastly important. And once again, thank you. Once, Once again, ladies and gentlemen, the Deputy Consul General, Head of Chancery, for the Consulate General, the Commonwealth of the Bahamas, right here in Atlanta, Tyson McKenzie. Thank you so much for You're being welcome. on the Morning Machine this welcome. morning, and we look forward to having more conversations just like this. Indeed. Indeed. Thank and you for the opportunity. No problem at all.